Rabbi Mark N. Wilds is with us live via telephone. He's a great, great guest of ours and a uh, wonderful rabbi and author. He's founder and director of the Manhattan Jewish Experience, MJE, a highly successful Jewish outreach and educational program that's resulted in 344 Jewish marriages. Wow. The program engages and reconnects unaffiliated Jewish men and women in their 20s and 30s with Judaism and the Jewish community. He is the author of The 40-Day Challenge. You may recall we've discussed this book before, but it's important to discuss it again. The 40-Day Challenge, Daily Jewish Insights to Prepare for the High Holidays. It's a Kodesh Kodesh Press release. Uh, He's also author of Beyond the Instant, Jewish Wisdom for Lasting Happiness happiness in a Fast-Paced Social Media World. That was done by Skyhorse Publishing back in 2018. Rabbi Mark Wilds, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. And thank you for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Appreciate that very much. And believe it or not, this weekend begins the month of Elul. It has sort of crept up on us. Wouldn't you say so, Rabbi Wilds? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those months because it comes out of the summer that uh, I think takes us by surprise. But um, it's supposed to link us from the saddest month of Av, right? The saddest month of Tisha B'Av and, and the Chorban and the destruction and bring us into the high holiday season. So it's a very important transformational month that uh, I think if we can use to our advantage um, and not just sort of uh, stumble through, we can use it uh, to get ourselves prepared for the holiest time on the Jewish calendar, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that those two periods of time are back-to-back, frankly. Uh, the summer months, which uh, often are a little bit more lazy and certainly sad when you look at the Jewish calendar, and then we go into the very, very serious time of the high holidays beginning with Elul, and this coming Monday, our friends in the Sephardic community will actually begin Slichos, which is an indication of just how close we are to the high holidays. The book is called The 40-Day Challenge, Daily Jewish Insights to Prepare for the High Holidays. There are 40 days between Rosh Chodesh Elul and Yom Kippur. I think we pointed out last time uh, you were on about this book, or by Wilds, that it might be one of the only books uh, that has both the major historic Torah personalities in it and Tom Brady, uh, one of the greatest (laughs) football players in it. Uh, Is that an unusual concept, to be able to uh, to fuse or synthesize uh, Jewish tradition with some of the great things we see from people in general? Yeah, I just, uh, I, I listen, you know, the, the, the rabbis in the Pirkei Avot say, you know, who's a wise person, someone who can learn from, learn from anyone. Tom Brady, who had already won six Super Bowls, uh, when he prepared for the 2021 game, this guy sent scouting tips and films to his players at <laughs> all hours of the night. He followed this crazy diet. Uh, sleep, workout routine. He never veered from it. He would get up uh, with his teammates at 5.30 a.m. This guy never rested on his laurels. And there's something to be learned from that. He prepared. And um, there was, uh, uh, when, you know, the Super Bowl was held in Brady's home stadium in Tampa, and he was able to stay home. But his training was so intense, his family moved out for the two weeks before the game so he could prepare. So I just, I just used... Brady, just as an example of like, if a guy like this prepares like such a, a crazy person in a sense for the Super Bowl, then what should we as Jews be doing to prepare for our annual Super Bowl for Yom Kippur? 
And so we sh- I, I, I thought there's a lot to be learned from him. Now we should also point out, especially for those who don't uh, uh, follow sports, that he retired and then almost immediately unretired. Uh, what do you make of that, of, of the spirituality behind that decision? <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no vacation from Judaism. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Very you're, good. You're either, you're, you're, you're either in it or not. And I also, in the book, quoted the you know famous Thomas Edison, the well-known inventor, who famously said that genius is one percent inspiration, ninety-nine percent perspiration. Right. And um, so it, it's what we put in. And you know, I think, I think all of us, whether we're raised you know, in the religious observant community over coming into this anew, like many of my students are, you know, we just kind of expect Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur to do its magic, but we have to work at it if it's going to do anything for us. And uh, famously, Rav Salavechik, Zechatzad Levracha taught that there could be no holiness without preparation. He said, Ein Kedusha Beli Hakana. And uh, I just, that's really why I wrote the book. And it gives 40 different Snippets, easily digestible ideas that can be read each day. It'll take three to five minutes. And hopefully then that will put us in a little better place when we hit those days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Rabbi Mark Wilde is with us live via telephone. Not that this entire conversation has to be about sports, but they do say one of the most difficult things, and and obviously uh, with Brady you could reference this a million times, one of the most difficult things in sports is to repeat uh, once a team or an individual wins a championship, it's very hard to go out there and find the motivation to go ahead and do it again. Uh, do you think that after you put together a really good Elul and Tishrei, it's hard sometimes to repeat the same intensity in the subsequent months? Yeah, because, you know, you feel you've done it. You've already reached your maximum. Uh, but, you know, in, Juda- in Judaism, it's all, you know, we have this expression about Malin B'Kodesh. Mm-hmm. about always increasing. And we're just, you know, we're, I think that's the way we're hardwired. I'm like, you know, we, we, we don't build muscle in the gym unless you tear some tissue. And it's no different in our spiritual lives. Like if we're not, you know, you can go to the gym and have a very pleasant experience, but if you don't break a sweat, then nothing's happening really, you know? And, um, it's the same thing in our spiritual lives. If there's, if we're not learning something new, if we're not taking on something different, um, and, and that could be challenging. Like you asked when you had a really good year last year, you know, I learned from a lot in this. I'm a crazy Beatles fan. I don't know if I ever share that with you, but, uh, and, 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 um, uh, Paul McCartney, who just did another crazy, amazing concert. Um, it's unbelievable. I wanted to go see him, but it was too much money. <laughs> the, the man, and I always wonder, like, after he wrote those incredible songs, like in his 20s, when he was in the Beatles, and, you know, Penny Lane and Eleanor Rigby and Strawberry Fields and all, like, how does he, how do you then move on, which he did in Wings, and, and write other songs? And, some, and, and, and then, like, you know, and without just going back to the old, and to constantly renew ourselves. But that's a very important Jewish teaching. We say every morning that God himself renews his creation perpetually. Every single day is something different. It's something new. And we have to recreate ourselves every day. And we know it. We know when we're in a, a funk because we're just doing the same thing. So 
my encouragement, you know, besides the book, besides the 40 day challenge, to find something different this year, find something new, you know, and, and whether it's a new book, it's a new way of davening, a new interpretation of the Moxar, you know, uh, it just can't be the same. Right, Mark Wilde is with us. Uh, you have a reference in the book to uh, Abraham Lincoln and his view about controlling anger. Uh, I bring this up because uh, I guess, you know, I mean, anger comes in many forms. There's anger uh, sometimes in terms of the way the, uh, you know, one faces a situation. They might be angry at the one above. And obviously there's anger in personal relationships. What did Lincoln teach you about this topic? I mean, Lincoln was unbelievable because he had, um, he had, this ability to um, display his anger in a way that um, would not be harmful because we all, we all do and say silly things, you know, when we're angry. So he would write these letters, Lincoln, um, and he would sign them, but he wouldn't send them. When he was upset with somebody, he would write a letter basically to himself expressing all of his discontent, why he's angry, why he's upset, and he would say everything that he's feeling and thinking in that letter without sending the letter. You know, and I wonder, you know, today, I don't know how many of us are writing letters anymore, but how many of us, you know, before we send that angry text or that angry email, take a deep breath, look at the letter, look at the email. Because what happens, we get angry because of fight or flight. That's the way God hardwired us. Right. And, and there's less oxygen going to our thinking center. So we say and we do stupid things when we get angry, which is why something as simple as counting to 10 or handing that email to a, a friend, a colleague at work, uh, a spouse and say, hey, I'm about to send this. What do you think? If we can have that kind of discipline, because Lincoln was brilliant and he understood that, you know, the way you're feeling when you're in anger is not the way it should be expressed. So, um, you know, never, never, uh, n- never sent is what, what he used to call those letters. Uh, maybe, t- maybe today Lincoln would be recording voice notes and then sending them to the trash instead of actually sending them through WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very I possible. mean, I just had, no, I just had, I just had yesterday, somebody got into a little dispute with, you know, and it took a couple of days. It took a couple of days for this other individual to write something back to me just yesterday. And, and, and there's no question that had this individual sent it in the heat of the moment, it would have been a very, very different conversation. Yeah. And Baruch Hashem, thankfully, our relationship is much better now. So it's all about being disciplined. And Lincoln is a great example. No question about that. Uh, one of the things you point out is that because we have a need uh, to engage in positive habits every single day, it's, it's one of the reasons why our observance is so mitzvah-centered, or, uh, you know, as I like to put it, um, it, it it's uh, controlled by ritual, uh, essentially. Uh, what What is it about our existence that we have uh, the mitzvos that need to be done every single day that uh, help us with being consistent? Well, that's uh, one of the chapters I spoke about. Um, what is the most famous uh, verse, what are the most important verse in the Torah? And this is actually discussed in the Gemara, where one person comes across and says, Shema Yisrael Hashem right? That's the most important verse in the Torah, speaking about our, our belief in God. Another one says, you know, love your neighbors yourself. But there's one other interpretation that's mentioned in the Gemara, 
the Ace HaKeves HaShani Taseb Ben Arbaim, that's Ben Pazi, which is the most obscure and seemingly mundane verse. You shall offer one lamb in the morning, one lamb in the afternoon. Like, really? It's actually from my Mitzvah Parsha. <laughs> How could you compare that to, to loving, your name, loving your neighbor? Or as Ben Zoma said, the Shema. So it seems pretty bland and uninspiring, but if you think about it, consistency, and it gets us back to, you know, professional athletes and, 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 and uh, Tom Brady, you know, athletes would say the best way to get into shape is to have a routine that you stick to every day, right? And it's no different when it comes to our relationship with God or our relationship with our fellow human beings. Love and trust can be developed in a haphazard fashion. They have to be consistent if they're going to be meaningful. And that's why we set aside time to dive in every morning. And if, you know, and I tell my students, if you're not in that place religiously, you can simply recite the morning blessing, the blessings you say every morning to thank God for those things you've taken, you know, that we take for granted in life, like our sight, our clothing, our ability to walk, even to stretch. It just takes a few minutes, a few seconds even to say those blessings. But the power of starting your day every day consistently by expressing gratitude is incredible. Uh, and I say the same thing about Shabbat, right? Even if it isn't the whole thing, make it consistent. Whatever the Shabbat mitzvah that you're doing, with it's lighting candles, coming to davening, we do it every week. Everything consistent. Because the bottom line is, you know, belief in God and loving your neighbor and all these things are great ideas, but without daily and consistent activities, which are the mitzvot, that ultimately connect us to God and that benefit our neighbors, these lofty ideas are just going to remain ideas. So even though it sounds quite boring, it's quite powerful, the change that any one of us can see in our lives if we stay at something consistently. Kodesh Press has released the book. It uh, did really well last year, and now, as many people have pointed out, they're taking it out again because it's one of the best ways to prepare for the high holidays. It's called the 40-Day Challenge, Daily Jewish Insights to Prepare for the High Holidays. Right, Mark Wilds is the uh, author. And uh, where's the book available now, Rabbi Wilds? The book is in a lot of Judaica shops. I just popped into one. I saw it sitting there. Um, and it is on Amazon.com, or you can go on Kodeshpress.com. Those are the easiest ways um, of getting the book. And I'm also inviting anyone who's listening to join the WhatsApp group, because uh, the WhatsApp group um, already has almost a 1,000 people in it, and um, you can go on every day and get a little insight on that same theme that's in the chapter, but different Torah, different ideas on the same theme. So if you read the book last year, you can get on the WhatsApp group and get some new ideas each of the 40 days, just about three to five minute recording. What's the easiest way to join that group? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> go on the Jewish experience, go on the Jewish experience.org website, www.jewishexperience.org. And you'll see it right there. Join the 40 day challenge. you click on it and it'll give you the opportunity to buy the book or get on the, uh, the uh, WhatsApp uh, recording. And is it there or somewhere else where people get information about MJE? And I ask that question because I bet you there are people listening right mm -hmm. now who have friends and relatives, especially in their 20s and 30s, who uh, they suspect would appreciate being more connected, especially this time of year. Yeah, jewishexperience.org is the main uh, website. You can also follow me. I'm very active on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, just put in uh, Mark, Rabbi Mark Wild um, and 
this is an opportunity, and I, I really, I really appreciate you bringing this up because every one of we all know friends, colleagues, relatives that are disconnected, not to any fault of their own. They just didn't have the benefit of a Jewish day school education growing up. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is a great time to bring them in. I can't tell you how many people today are observant and following, living a life of Torah mitzvot, sending their kids to day schools because they came in through one of our high holiday services. East side, west side, downtown, they're user-friendly, no Hebrew necessary. And our chazim downtown is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't, our I, chazim I, downtown, yeah. Yeah, at least he was when he was there. Yes, I agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Siegel, for those of you who don't know, your own Nachum Siegel's son, who's such a mensch and an incredible chazim, has been our Baltzila downtown at our MGE downtown service. For many years, so um, if 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 you know of anybody, this is a great time to because a lot of less affiliated of our Jewish brothers and sisters are actually looking for something. This is the one or two times a year they're used to going to synagogue, and they might be open for something different and new. And um, this could be the beginning of something really wonderful in their life, and that's really wonderful for us too because uh, the more. The more of our brothers and sisters we bring in, it's not just good for them, it's good for us. We need to build ourselves. No question. And, um, yeah. Now, as I say, no question about it. Chodesh Elul is uh, around the corner, and it could be an amazing experience, not only for us, who need a little bit of a uh, reminder uh, each and every day, uh, but certainly for those who are unaffiliated and uh, for whom this time of year can become extra special. Uh, Rabbi Wilds, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, continue the best of luck with the book and with MJE. Everybody out there, it's called The 40-Day Challenge, Daily Jewish Insights to Prepare for the High Holidays. All right, Mark N. Wilds, W-I-L-D-E-S, if you want to check him out on uh, social media, is, of course, the author of the book. And I take this opportunity, maybe some would say a drop earlier, Rabbi Wilds, but I'll do it anyway to wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Amen. To you as well and to all of your incredible listeners, it should be a wonderful, wonderful year. And the next month, we should all be blessed with great growth because these 40 days, they're an opportunity. We didn't talk about this, but the 40 days, the reason the 40 is so important is because Moshe came down from Harsinai, saw the Jewish people sinning on Yud Zayin Batamus, went down and prayed for them for how many days? 40, until he was called back up on what day? That's coming up next week, Rosh Chodesh Elo. And that's it's no coincidence. And then he went up to get the second set of, of Luchot of tablets. Then another 40 days until he came down and was forgiven on the day of Yom Kippur. So this is this 40-day challenge is really mimicking and trying to recreate the initial 40 days of transformation for our ancestors. Please, God, it should be a transformational month for all of us. Amen to that. Thank you, Rabbi Wilds. Good luck. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Does an amazing job with the uh, with MJE, Manhattan Jewish Experience. And, of course, we highly recommend the book. And there are probably a lot of people in your lives, folks, who would appreciate the book. It's called The 40-Day Challenge by Mark N. Wilds. Check it out and enjoy. More coming up. You're listening to a, um, a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs> 